to Torani Mecha Parsha with the OU Women's Initiative. Today we're studying Parsha Teruma. Let's think for a minute, because we have been studying the entire Sefer through the lens of the relationships in it, what the relationship is between Hashem and Am Yisrael when they are standing at Ma'amad Har Sinai. When they are standing there, Hashem has just taken them out of Egypt. He has performed these incredible miracles for them. He has crossed them through the Yamsuf, and now they are standing at Har Sinai. And what is their relationship? The relationship between Am Yisrael and Hashem is one in which we are completely dependent on Hashem. We say, whatever you do, we will do. Whatever you say, we will listen. Hashem is the ultimate master, and we are the ultimate dependents. However, in this week's Parsha, I believe that there is a transition in the relationship between Am Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In the beginning of this week's parasha, Hashem commands Moshe to tell Am Yisrael, Every person should give over a gift, and Hashem goes on to command Moshe and says that they should build a mishkan, a place for Hashem's shechina, Hashem's presence to rest in Am Yisrael. And the question can be asked, why are these next few parshiot, the parshiot of building the Mishkan, found in Sefer Shemot and not in Sefer Vayikra, the upcoming Sefer, in which we learn the rules of the Kohanim, of the priests as well? It would make sense that immediately before we learn the, le- the role of the priests, we should learn about the Mishkan there. Not here, at the end of Sefer Shemot, which has been all about our exodus from Egypt and our journey through the desert. The first approach, the first answer is that of the Ramban. The Ramban gives an introduction to Sefer Shemot, and in each of his introductions to each of the Sfarim, he names that Sefer. And the Ramban names Sefer Shemot, Sefer Hagalos Vehagula, the book of exile and redemption. And he says, why then is the Parsha of building the Mishkan found at the end of Sefer Shemot? Because the final step in the Geula, the redemption, is building a home for Hashem, having Hashem's presence rest within them, and that therefore would return them to the level at which the Avot, the forefathers, had been at before they went down to Egypt, in a place of Hashem resting right there with them. So the Ramban says this is the fulfillment of the Geula, the fulfillment of the redemption is being able to build the Mishkan. However, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs presents a different approach, which I believe speaks to the relationship between B'nai Israel and Hashem and how it is evolving during this time. Rabbi Sachs says, if you look, besides for the miracles that have happened and the amazing story of leaving Egypt and Matan Torah, throughout the beginning of Sefer Shemot, we see a never-ending list of complaints. That although Hashem is performing these incredible miracles for Am Yisrael, all they see is what they don't have. When Moshe came down to Egypt, they immediately complained that he made their work more difficult. When they get to the Yamsuf, to the Red Sea, they just went through the ten plagues, and all they can do is complain that Hashem took them to the Red Sea. It must be that there was no graves in Egypt, that Hashem took them there to die. They immediately cross the Yamsuf, and they complain that they don't have water. Then it's they don't have water, they don't have food. Every single thing is a complaint. And Rabbi Sachs says, it is at that point, 
post-Matan Torah, where they had the ultimate complaint, which was that they complained that Moshe had not, or they felt that Moshe had not, not returned at the appropriate time, and therefore they, they carried out Chetaigel, the sin of the golden calf. And it is at this point that Hashem looks at his relationship with Am Yisrael and says something must change. Right now, Am Yisrael is completely dependent on me, and I am going to make a change. I am going to have them build something together. They are going to have to give back. They are going to have to volunteer from what they have to build a home for me. And Hashem says through this, through having them become givers, through having them become builders, they are going to transform the relationship that I currently have with them from one in which they are completely dependent on me to one in which there is a true relationship, one in which we are able to connect to one another, not simply have them be subservient to me. Because when one is simply subservient, that is a relationship that is relatively childish. A child is completely dependent on their parents, and therefore often children, similar to B'nai Israel in the infancy of their nationhood, complain and see the negative, and they do not necessarily appreciate the relationship they have for what it is. So therefore, Hashem says, now you are going to give back. You are going to volunteer. You are going to build. And through this, we are going to create a deeper, closer relationship. Rabbi Sachs says beautifully, Judaism is God's call to responsibility. He does not want us to rely on miracles. He does not want us to be dependent on others. He wants us to become his partners, recognizing that what we have, we have from him. But what we make of what we have is up to us, our choices and our effort. If we are going to have a true relationship with Hashem, it must be one in which we are partners right along with Hashem. That it is not simply that we are taking from Hashem, but we are giving back as well. Hashem wanted us to mature as a nation. And in order to do that, we had to become givers. Rav Dessler in Mechtav Meliahu, in one of the most famous portions, the Kuntras HaChesed, the letter relating to giving to others. Rav Dessler says, what is the basis of Ahava, of love? It is Hav, to give. That we don't love and therefore we give to another. Rather, through giving to another person, through volunteering of ourselves, we come to love another person. Because someone that you give to, someone that you care for, you enter into a true relationship with them. The Gemara and Masachat Brachot tells us, Amara Bileazar, Amara Bichanina. Talmidicha Chamim Marbim Shalom Ba'ulam. Talmidicha Chamim increase, scholars increase the level of Shalom, of peace in the world. Shana'amar. Vichol Banayach Limude Hashem. All of my children are students of Hashem, Verav Shalom Banayach. And my students bring more peace into the world. Al tikri banayach, ella bonayach. This shouldn't be read banayach, my children. Ella bonayach, my builders. And there are two explanations as to what this means. What does this mean that we are builders? The Chidushe Agadot states that it is ki'elu hatfilot vahabracho. These are the tfilot, these are the prayers and the blessings that we put out into the world. That when we daven, when we pray, and when we make blessings, when we bless God, we are building. What are we building? We are building up our relationship with Hashem. 
Rosh Steinsaltz, in his translation of the Gemara, he says, Al They are the ones that build peace in the nation. That as we stated, if they give over these tefillot, these brachot, these relationship building tools with Hashem, they also come to be Marbim Shalom Ba'ulam. They bring greater peace into the world because they improve and they tighten our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Gemara te- teaches us that Rabbi Meir states that when an infant is born, the infant's hands are clenched. And when we die, our hands are opened. What lesson can we learn from that? When we come into the world, we are in a state of only caring for ourselves, of thinking about ourselves. Our hands are clenched. We are selfish. But the sign of maturity, of being able to grow up, to mature in the world, is outstretching our hands. That by the time we leave this world, we hope that our hands have been completely opened. That we have recognized the importance of giving and how that matures us and brings us to the next stage in each of our relationships. The Rambam, in his eight levels of giving, teaches over the best ways to give tzedakah. And it goes through if one half of the equation is anonymous, if the recipient is anonymous, if the receiver is an, if the giver is anonymous, goes through every different permutation of how you can give. But the Rambam says that what is the highest level of giving? It is teaching someone a skill. Why is that? Because as the statement says, you Give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. You teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. That when you give to someone in this ultimate way, you are not actually giving them over anything tangible. You're not giving them money. You're not giving them something that they're lacking. Rather, you are forming a relationship with them. You are giving to them in the truest sense of what it means to be a giver. You are giving of yourself. You are training them. You are teaching them something. And through this relationship, developing this connection that they now have in order to develop for themselves a better path in the world is giving them something so much greater than if you were to give them money or food for a day. Based on this understanding of Rabbi Sachs, we can understand why the commandment to build the Mishkan is found at the end of Sefer Shemot, here in Parsha Truma, and not in the beginning of Sefer Vayikra. Because as Rabbi Sachs is saying, Hashem took us out of Egypt, he gave us the Torah, But our relationship with Hashem was not in the place that it was ultimately going to be, in the place that Hashem wanted it to be. At this point, we were complete dependence on Hashem. We were standing in Matan Torah and beautifully said, Nasev and Nishma. But Hashem wanted our relationship with Him to be so much more. So in order to accomplish this goal, He gave over to us the commandment to build the Mishkan. He says, build this home together. Give back. Learn to mature. Mature in your nationhood, Am Yisrael. And then we can truly connect to one another. We can create the relationship that I imagine having with my nation, Am Yisrael. So Amir Tashem, may we be able to take this lesson of the building of the Mishkan at the end of Sefer Shemot and use it not only in connecting to other people, in recognizing the importance of becoming a giver, of giving to others, truly volunteering of ourselves in order to solidify the relationships that we see in front of us, But may we be able to recognize that this is what Hashem wants from us, that Hashem does not simply want to give to us. Hashem wants to be in a relationship with us. Thank you for studying today with the OU Women's Initiative.